0: What's up guys, I'm Grace, I'm Lucy, and you're listening to Big Picture Podcast, coming to you live from the studio on 83rd Ave. Today we are talking to Pleasure Craft. Pleasure Craft. Pleasure Craft.
1: Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you.
2: So
0: who are you guys?
1: Uh, I'm Ethan Bardsley. I'm Caden Watkinson.
3: I'm Chris Doohurst. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Caught me mid-drink. And our bass player is Timothy
1: Warrington, but he is... Not here at the moment. Mm-hmm. He's fresh to the band.
0: And where are you guys from?
1: Sherwood Park. Yeah, Sherwood yeah.
3: Park, Edmonton.
2: Where did you guys get your name from?
1: Uh, Well, it was when I originally started the band with Caleb Morphy, and we were just playing around with names, and there were some there were some different names that I wasn't a fan of, and then Caleb and his dad came up with that one day. I'm like, sure, let's do it. And we already had like an EP ready to go out, so we had to come up with something quick, and yeah, it was good.
0: And how did Pleasure Craft become...
1: Kind of like, how did uh, well, me and Caleb just started writing songs together. And we did our first single, You Don't Care, early 2019. And it was just me and him and Spencer Morphy from the Velveteens, which is also his brother, recorded it for us. And then I'm like, okay, we want to play this live. So I reached out to Chris, who I've known since I was like 11 years old. Long
3: time, long time.
1: And he came to the project and our other... Our first bass player, Will, we've known for a long time, too. And, yeah, then we just started uh, playing at Rockin' for Dollars on, on White Ave at the Buckingham just to, like, kind of cut our teeth with live shows.
3: Oh, nice. Yeah, do you know anything about that? Like, on so on Mondays at the Buckingham, I think they're just starting them up again now with the whole COVID thing. Yeah, they've done, like, maybe a month or so. But, basically, it's just every week they're, like, it's an open mic night, essentially. No, and then wait, they every have, Monday? Yeah, and then they have themed they do themes every few weeks and it's just like like if your theme for example is Nirvana then you've got to play like a Nirvana song and then two of your whatever you're doing originals covers whatever it is um but that was a great way to just get used to performing you go in and they don't really give you a time so you just hang out all night and (laughs) when they tell you you're on you go up there and you just play and oh that sounds uh, so fun it's definitely a good way to intro yourself and and basically get some feedback see if all these songs you've written are any good <laughs> yeah especially <laughs> for for you're new songs We're capable of performing them so it's a good test run but we started out doing a few of those um, i played like i was always a metal drummer like i'm in another metal band now and when Ethan approached me, I wasn't doing anything, um, so I thought, let's try going with something not so crazy, no. um, <laughs> and yeah, and it's, it's fun, these guys are, oh, I've always had a good time with pretty much everybody that we've had come through, we have gone through a lot of people, but, um. Me and you since that's day so one. Fun it, but <laughs> yeah, say, it's always it's like been kind of Ethan's band, and I've always kind of been a part of it, just because, yeah, it's fun, it's it's different, and I feel like you get a different approach to it. When I have my background, he has his. and right. So it's really helpful in that regard. Uh, but, yeah, that's kind of how it came to be, I would say.
1: Yeah, and then that year we also, we in up recording our first EP, which took us like like a week in a basement again with Spencer Morphy, kind of just yeah. getting some demos down, so unfortunately that's all we have out right now, but we're in the process of working on some new stuff to get put out for, mm-hmm. 2020, yeah. for 2022. Exciting. Yeah,
4: no
2: kidding. 2022 <laughs> well, it's already. we eh? about that later for
1: sure. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, I like
2: that one. So is your guys' music inspired by anyone? Is it for someone? Even um, do you guys like write about someone in your songs in particular? Spill the deeds. <laughs> um,
1: writing about someone, I don't know. I kind of write the songs for ourselves because I like, you know, like what we do and I like the music we play. But definitely from you know things you've gone through or experiences you've had with friends that are still around, friends that aren't around, and the lyrics we kind of approach them. More is like uh, vocal melodies we like and then kind of fill in some words or there'll be a phrase that will really stand out. And yeah, it's mainly the guitar comes first though. The guitar starts, me or Caden. Lately, it's been Caden coming with really sweet melodies, bringing bringing them to us. And then, uh, yeah, kind of build a platform from there. But yeah, for like influences and stuff like that, and we like kind of sound like, I don't know, it's all over... It's all over the park. Yeah. It is.
3: I think honest from my perspective when I came into it, it mm, was yeah. very heavily influenced by the Velvetines. <laughs> um, not in any kind of way. I think that's most I think a lot of that came from the fact that uh, Spencer was helping us out so much. Oh and, um, that would make a lot of sense. And right? so yeah, I, you I can think, totally hear it. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But then you hear kind of like if, if anybody's been to any of our shows, it takes a lot of a different approach. Um, there's a lot of songs we've had that start off one way, and then you know you add the drums and you go, I want to change how this feels completely. Yeah. And then yeah. it is. It's, it changes dramatically.
1: That's so. why they're usually like, when it's me and Caden, and they're usually like 60% done structure-wise, and then Chris comes in. Those as a curveball, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> or he's like, change the timing a little bit here, or speed it up here. Or I don't know, he's a drummer, but like, he can hear stuff from guitar that I wouldn't usually hear, anyways. Because we've been, me and Ken, have been playing that song 20 times over at that point, yeah. And then, yeah, Chris comes in and changes up, and uh, yeah, adds a cool dynamic. Yeah, <laughs> stuff that I don't think someone from maybe a non metal background or as a diverse background would be able to come up with. Yeah, so. yeah
3: because i would say like a lot of it comes from like for me a lot of what i hear is like jazz and metal it's it's a lot about the music that i listen to and the music that i always write is about catching the figures like hitting hitting certain parts that aren't necessarily like your traditional oh catch the one or something like that like you just you hear things i guess and yeah i think like the different influences has made we've got parts in our songs that most people wouldn't think of, I don't think.
1: Um. Yeah, and like some of my favorite bands, like I think mine and Caden's favorite guitar player is probably Johnny Marr. Yeah. Yeah, Johnny different Marr from The Smiths, just really cool, like approaching a guitar in a different way. Like mm-hmm. he makes one guitar sound like four instruments and the melodies he writes are pretty cool. And I really like Hippocampus, I like what they're doing right now. Just, uh, yeah, really catchy melodies, whether it's a guitar or a keyboard or whatever. I think that sticks with you more than lyrics, because I'm not really a lyric writer, and neither is Caden, no, but if you can really catch a guitar melody and the rest falls into place. I don't know. what. Are, so what are some of your other influences?
5: I don't know. Uh,
1: <laughs>
5: obviously, the classic bands, like Beatles. Like, I think we get a lot of...
1: A yeah, lot of, jangly sure. kind of sound. Yeah, kind that from kind them. of thing. Uh-huh. The birds, we like the birds a lot. Totally, yeah. Happy, peaceful
0: vibes.
1: Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah.
0: Um, what do you want people to feel when they're
1: like listening to your music? What's the vibe that you want to like give off? Uh, just kind of. We have some slower songs, but I wouldn't say they're sad songs. But you can kind of move to them, listen to them, like, no matter what you're doing, on driving around, you know, doing artwork. If you're, you know, just yeah. good doing that. No way. Uh, yeah, just kind of, yeah, can I get your foot tapping at least going a little bit and, yeah, I don't know, I don't really think of emotions when I really write songs too much. I uh, try
3: to think of it as like, it's background music for a good time. Yeah, uh, that's a good way to put it, whatever actually. you're kind of doing, you know, it, it, it's always there and it's, it fits a lot of moods, which is really cool, um. But if you were to listen to it directly, I think the main thing you pull from it—it's uh, hard to say. Like yeah. as a drummer, I'd say the main thing I pull from it is the the feel of it, just the groove, I guess, yeah. ooh, and just ooh, I like that. enjoying that part. But
2: their music's definitely groovy. so Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so.
1: it's it's hard because a lot of the new stuff, especially since Caden joined the band, has got a yeah way I think more diverse sound, which I really like, which I think more people. Could get into um like the ep was done kind of in a rush just had to get it out you know have some sort of platform so yeah. now it's getting to the point where like we want to really expand and get a bunch yeah. of different songs on the next album level
4: two. yeah yeah, level, yeah it yeah.
1: does especially since kaden joined the band i think the songwriting has gotten a thousand times better just because after writing a l- bunch of songs you're kind of stuck in the same box almost and then when you have a fresh you know Pair of hands, pretty much coming in.
3: Oh yeah, it changes it a lot, and and you know, I don't know if Caden notices this, but I definitely notice there's some a lot of jazz influence in oh, yeah. in his playing. Um, so I think that also comes out a lot. Um, but I feel like that's really what glues every band together is how one interprets the other. Yeah. And yeah. so you know when. I hear something Cadence wrote, it's entirely different than how Ethan hears it, right? Usually that, better. You know, <laughs> just that just makes it so
2: interesting because it really truly is power in numbers when it comes to a band. Like really? it's yeah. the beauty of working together. Oh, yeah. Finding a way to like bring your guys' most unique qualities
4: together in For sure.
1: one. Yeah, I like the way that most bands are like, yo, this is our lead guitar player, this is our rhythm guitar player. But mm. me and Caden it's like We switch. We switch so much, whatever yeah. whatever sounds good. Sometimes it's whether what's easiest for me to play while I'm singing or, you know, with our equipment, whatever sounds better on his guitar or who plays it, like, more consistently. And then, yeah, it's always trading back and forth, which...
2: Very organic.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. there's never really a lead or, you know, if someone writes a better solo, then, like, okay, let's do that. Or, yeah, I like it, though. Trading back and forth Yeah, guitar-wise is pretty nice, so... And we're both, like, complete guitar nerds, so that's kind of... I've never really had that with someone, like... Our old player uh, Caleb Morphy, like he loved guitars, but not in the same way that me and Caden do. we are always like yeah. texting each other, like, "Hey, this is for sale right now." Yeah. Like, oh, I want to know they made them in this year, and it's always just like, "Yeah, complete nerds about it." And he knows a lot more than me, but so it's kind of nice to uh, kind of nice to learn from him for that sort of stuff. He's taught me a lot. If I have a guitar that's buzzing weird or not playing right, I send it over to him, and within three hours, it's done playing better. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, and what's your guys' like musical background? like?
3: So mine, I mean, I actually didn't start playing drums until high school. So it's been like six or seven years now. Um, but I, I used to, like, I fell in love with the instrument when I started. So I'd come home from school and I'd play for like three hours every day. Like, and that's not really an exaggeration. And but And I think it was just finding whatever got me to want to play for three hours. So there was lots of stuff, but it's the metal stuff stuck with me the longest. And then I had a big phase, I think. I think every there's a lot of kids in high school that have that metal phase. where they're <laughs> you know, super into that kind of thing and grow the hair out and all that. Um, that was half of our music class, for yeah. sure. Oh, yeah. And then... Um, I just started trying other stuff. I left metal behind for a while after I graduated. and um, Cause I, yeah, I'm in two bands now and I ended up playing, I've been playing with Ethan longer than the other bands been going on. So um, it's, it was kind of just the want to play with other musicians. So I wanted to just fit in rather than I have to find somebody that wants to do exactly what right. I want to do because I felt like there was a lot of growth that needed to happen on my behalf for sure. Interesting. Um, but nowadays it's a lot of jazz, jazz fusion and still metal for sure. I've noticed
1: a lot more of the jazz stuff in you yeah. playing lately yeah, for sure.
3: So
2: Man and jazz
4: is
3: hard too It and is Jazz, is jazz musicians Random.
1: Jazz musicians yeah. are on a different level it,
3: it felt like I was starting over again But really the pandemic was great for that It was just a chance to sit down You got nothing else to do So may as well learn something new And uh I am grateful in that behalf Obviously it sucked I'm sick of it I'm happy that it's You know we're learning to deal with it And we're moving day by day But um uh, yeah, I would say my influences are definitely different, and that's what makes it work. Uh, but
1: Yeah, for my musical background, it kind of started like, when I was like middle school, it was always like hockey. I was a hockey guy in the sports and stuff like that. And I was listening to like whatever anyone else was listening to, you know. Didn't really care about music. And then one day, me and my dad uh, were just listening to sound like, I think it was Old Stones records, and it just like clicked and kind of sounded different to me. And he always had guitars on the walls that, I never really cared about playing, which I'm kind of glad he didn't, like, put me in lessons or whatever, and then, yeah, as I started, like, you know, going through the classics and kind of discovering that, I'm like, okay, I want to play guitar, and then, yeah, he taught me my first couple chords, and then the rest was kind of just, you know, figuring it out myself, and, yeah, we still jam, like, every week, and it's fun, like, I love, like, the, the hour or two I spend with him every week when he's home, doing the, uh, just jamming acoustic in our basement is, uh, it's pretty fun, so...
4: That so awesome. Yeah, he
1: definitely taught me pretty much everything I know about music and still now like yeah, he'll pull up a song and it's like, Hey, have you heard this? Have you heard this? So he also grew up in Manchester in the eighties when there was all the cool bands going on. So <laughs> yeah. that's where I get like the Smiths and like the new order and all that kind of stuff from so as camera. Yeah, as camera, yeah. He lived through some pretty cool times there. So having him is definitely like yeah, my musical background for that for sure and then yeah, really not forcing me to play guitar or pushing it on me made me want it more, I think. And then when I finally Wanted to do it when I was, like, 14, 15. It was, like, okay, yeah, this is it now. So, yeah, like Chris, I was literally, like, every day, like, addicted to playing it. So. That's
4: awesome.
5: How about you? Yeah, and I was, like, 14, I think. I got my first guitar, watched some YouTube videos, learned a few songs, got bored of it, put my guitar down for, like...
1: That happens to so many people. Yeah. It was, like, five,
5: four or five years I put my guitar down. You pick, You... Messaged me. We we worked on Nitas together. You yeah. messaged me and you're like, we're looking for a new guitarist. Yeah. Would you be interested? And I'm like, I haven't played in so long. Yeah, I'm I like, know. So I
1: kind of forgot that like you really when you like, joined, I, when you joined I, the band you were not playing. No, not at all. Yeah, no. yeah I've only oh been God.
5: playing like, <laughs> hardcore for like a little over. A yeah, year, which pisses maybe. me off because you fucking good.
1: <laughs>
5: like the pandemic has for sure helped. Yeah. Like, sit in my room, do nothing. Yeah. Pick up the guitar. It's a good way to
1: pass the time. Yeah. In sure. a healthy way, I think, for sure, too. Yeah. <laughs> mm, you
5: know it. Oh, yeah.
1: But, yeah, I kind of forgot when I first asked, you know, you to join, it was like, I don't know that many songs. So we'd sit, we'd be at my house, and like, I live in a condo, so we can't be allowed. We were just playing yeah. acoustics, like, writing little riffs that we still like, even today we go back on our, like, on our phone recordings and like, you know, pull pieces from that or oh, yeah. a little riff from that or whatever. And Yeah. I think that's good to have because it's a huge back catalog when... We're hitting writer's block, which happens a lot more than it should. <laughs> yeah. yeah, What's
0: Genius. your, like, writing process
1: like? Uh, like it usually starts with a guitar. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, I'll just write. I'll be messing around on a guitar, or we will be, like, usually at our own houses, like, in our own, like, free, like, guitar playing time or whatever. Um, yeah, mess around with a little riff, find something that's catchy. That's usually the best ones that are stuck in your head for the rest of the day when you're going about your business. And he'll send it to me over a message or he's like, hey, I got something to show you next rehearsals. I know it's going to be extra good when it's like, I got to wait. I got to wait to show you till we're in person. And then, yeah. yeah, usually from there, we'll like play around when they get some ideas. Uh, yeah, or sometimes we're just, like when we're all together, Chris will like, you know, lay down a beat or something and then we'll play over top of it and see what happens. But I think the best ones come within five minutes. For when sure. you finish the song. Yeah, yeah. When you work on a song for too long, it's like, you're thinking about it too much so yeah
3: Yeah, i like i would say because it's it's starting with drums is always really tricky because it can go so many different ways and and then you know you can find a guitar part you really like and then realize the drums aren't the best they could be for it so you end up changing that up again so i i agree with ethan i think the best ones come from Oh, I've got this really catchy thing I came up with when I was messing around. We have a really good joke in the band because it happens so much. Is we're all packing up to leave, and then Caden will play something oh. awesome. <laughs> that love. Yeah, we're halfway up the door. And we're like, yo, what, what was that? What was that? And we come, we come walking back
1: down the stairs, and we're there for another hour and a half. Yeah, yeah. So
3: it it comes together. The ones that that are just you know, just us messing around are sometimes the best ones for sure. Um, the songs start to come together, basically they'll, they'll, they'll get this individual parts they like for it, or they'll come up with most of it, and then we'll say, okay, we're gonna structure it this way, this way, this way, what if it went into a part that had this idea in mind, and then we figure it out from there, and then the drum beat stays really basic, and... As we rehearse it, honestly, when we're getting it show ready. That's when the drums game, come in their own. Oh. That's when <laughs> uh, we've got to practice it like 10, 12 times, whatever it takes to get it tight. I think it's because you get bored. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's when it starts to really, I, I really get on top of the part and I'm like, okay, I've done this a few times. And then I'm like, well, what if I add this? And I just, yeah, I really, I start messing around, not worrying if I kind of mess, mess it, it up, up because yeah. I know I got it. Um, like yeah. even if I mess up I'm not worried about it the next time it's not like probably not a permanent mistake
1: yeah, yeah so. when there's a cool drum part me and K and I always like give each other a look I'm like yeah that's gotta stay <laughs> yeah, so. but what's hard is like sometimes you're like halfway through a song and then I'll have an idea Kane will have an idea and our brains are working faster than we can like actually play so we're like okay let's get some fresh air <laughs> slow down yeah. and then we'll record our individual parts so we don't forget them because sometimes they go out of your brain within like couple minutes after kind of thinking about them so yeah when we're laying those down when it's you know everyone's trying to jump on top of each other that's when it's like you can tell it's going to be a good song because everyone has you know their own ideas and yeah
3: when it's yeah when you're excited about it you know it's it's probably a good thing and i mean that's probably the same in regards to art it's like when you're on a roll you're on a roll yeah oh
2: yeah Yeah. i've done paintings before where it was like swipe 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 stand back for a second it's brilliant. Yeah. Done. You know? Like, yeah. how long did that take me? Those are, like, the best ones, honestly, is the quick ones. Yeah. yeah. And sometimes you really have to get, like, years to get to that point, but it's pretty nice when you do. <laughs> yeah, of course. Do you
1: guys ever have, like, a week or two where you're just off and can't, like, you know?
2: Oh, Create? big time. Yeah.
1: Time.
0: yeah. Or two? Yeah, yeah, those are
1: the worst. But, yeah. like, I find you need to have those moments because when you come out of it, it's usually, it's a good feeling. Yeah. That's
0: what, like, in the first episode, about, like Lucy and maybe we were talking about like how you get these waves, like as an artist, and I feel like as a musician, so yeah. Like, oh, yeah, these waves of so much inspiration, yeah, and so much like I want to do this, and this is almost like overwhelming, <laughs> but, like, yeah, how much you have to take advantage of it because then you get those waves where it's just it's stale, it's yeah. just like it's there's, there's but nothing I also in believe made. like
2: at the same time, though. It's never gonna happen if you make it happen too. Like oh, if you can that's put the worst. On the calendar, if you can put a time on the clock, like yeah. when to sit down and just try though. That's also important. Yeah. yeah. I heard See, a quote from like an author once where they said, "When do you get inspiration? Like, do you write when you're inspired, or do you like write every day?" And he said, "Well, I only write while I'm inspired." Yeah. But I just happen to be inspired at eight a.m. every morning.
1: <laughs> yeah. See, I'm like an, I'm a night owl. It's like two, three a.m. When I got headphones in, like, that through an app. me
5: something at, like, 4 in the morning. Yeah, I'm up so late.
1: Like, oh, it's ridiculous. But, like, yeah, it's, like, when you get those bursts of the creativity, sometimes it's the worst because you'd be playing all day, writing all day, or, you know, doing your art all day. And then when you got something to do um, and you had no ideas earlier, when you have something to do, that's, you are like, oh. Yeah. You listen to a song on the radio, I'm like, oh, I have an idea, and I want to use this. But it's always, I feel like a lot of times you're not, I'm not with the instrument when I get the ideas. So I just kind of have a playlist. It's just all, like new song inspiration, whether it's a melody or a a word that I like, you know. Go back to that sometimes when I'm not feeling the most inspired.
3: Yeah. I would say, like, if you're just, if you don't want to do it, there's a point where you can't force yourself to do it. Yeah, it's not going to happen. And the best things do come when you want to do it. Like, when you are, like, in my case, when I'm at work and I'm like, oh man, I can't wait to get home play the drums like i have this great idea like that's when it's the best like yeah. when you want to play and that's or when you want to do art that's when it comes to you so that's when the best ones come out in my experience mm. so
1: Ooh, lyric wise for me it's completely different though usually lyric wise it's like okay this song's done we're done humming melodies in the mic like i actually got to sit down and write some lyrics when my back's against the wall that's when The lyrics come out for me, but for the the rest of it, yeah, I can't write a guitar melody if I'm not feeling it, or, you know, write something that I really believe is good.
0: And when you're writing lyrics, are you thinking about, like, real-life scenarios, like, oh, this one time when I was, like, driving here, it was awesome, or this one time this person did that, and it was shitty, are you, like, making up?
1: Yeah, sometimes it's, like, a story almost, or, like, my friend will tell me something that went on with their life, or that kind of thing, but... Usually it starts out with a random phrase or whatever and then um, yeah, I'll just think of something that'll fit in well with it or but then sometimes you realize that you're working with like too many he's, she's, I's and all those. So that's where you really gotta step back and, you know, get a thesaurus out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> find some different words or whatever. Um, I don't know. I find when I, I go like travelling a lot in my van, I find like when I'm out there and I'm not thinking about anything, I'm like writing songs the most. Oh, yeah. Just best in na- yeah, just yeah, just in nature and I'm not really thinking about anything else and
2: silence your
1: mind. Yeah, yeah, it's the best. So, I think that's when I usually write the best songs and they kind of turn out to be a little slower and stuff like that, which is fine because we end up, you know, speeding them up or yeah. can not play a guitar part that'll be like, okay, yeah, this needs to be sped up and yeah, played a different way, which is fine too. I find like when I'm sitting with an acoustic and I'm writing like a folky sounding songs, the lyrics come a thousand times easier than they would when I'm playing, like, you know, or indie rock, kind of whatever style it is. (laughs) So I always like picking, yeah, whatever the hell it is. I usually, I usually like, like picking songs from, picking songs from those songs that I would never use in the band, right?
4: Interesting.
1: We do like playing an acoustic set every now and then, one or two songs acoustically, which I think sound not bad. They're kind of fun. Yeah,
3: sometimes less is more. Yeah. For sure. Hmm. Three
1: chords. Three chords repeated over and over (laughs) (laughs) over again. Top hit
3: single.
1: Yeah.
4: Yeah.
2: So are you guys uh, coming out with anything new? What are you guys really working on right
1: now? Well, Chris is pretty busy with his other band for the early 2020, but we have like a deal with some... Can you believe it? 2022. I don't even know what it is. Not doing that again. But, uh, but, yeah, we have a we know someone in Vancouver who has a studio in their, in their house, is this, you know, really nice guy who's made some good money but his like, love is music and produce him music so, um, I was traveling down there with my girlfriend and then she knows him through like a family friend. Um, but yeah, so I kind of showed him some demos and stuff like that and he's like, listen, when you have a full album ready to go and you got four guys that will come in for a couple weeks and, you know, you guys are like, good together and you can get stuff done that I want to record your album for free and I want to mix it in Produce it and master it for you. All I want is credit for doing that. I'm like, 100. So that's kind of what we're aiming for right now to get. Yeah, that's awesome. Like an opportunity like that does not come around very often. to yeah. Have like really good equipment and someone who really knows their stuff offering it for free. So those whatever eight to twelve songs we're gonna do for that have to be perfect, and the whole album's got to be perfect. So hopefully we'll be doing that. You know, late spring, early summer of 22. You know, see how things go. Kind of yeah, I know, but it feels like it's coming up closer and closer every time. When
3: did you say it was? Well, hopefully, hopefully <laughs> mid-2022. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So
1: We got a lot of work to do. I don't know. It's just, we have a huge backlog of songs that need to be finished, which is sometimes the hardest part. Like, the other day, me and Kaden were, there was like five new songs that were really pissing us off that we couldn't quite get finished. And I'm like, I'm done with this. And then we wrote a full song in five minutes, which I think yeah. is going to be our next single. Yeah. The will, best are the
2: five minutes. Yeah, five minutes, no. you
1: know, done. Yeah. So we got to, you know, bring that to Chris one or two more times and get everything laid out. And then, yeah, we're going to record it and release as a single, hopefully, late December. It's kind of a busy time. So maybe early January.
3: Yeah, I would... Mm. Late December.
1: Yeah. It's no, no, yeah. yeah. December 1st. Sure. Late December. That's We got to... <laughs>
3: This kind guy of loves to get ahead of me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think we could do it. If we get it we could get it
1: recorded in a day if it's completely finished for sure. Um
3: but <laughs> uh, that aside. <laughs> as long as you
1: lay down your drums ahead of time.
3: <laughs> that is yeah. But we'll we'll see what happens in the new year. But yeah, December's always I mean actually you guys probably know December. For whatever reason it is, it's always busy. Yeah, it's not a good time to book shows even either. Not necessarily mm-hmm. the holidays. It's just like that, yeah. and whatever else you got going on at the Because everything
2: is so busy. You so got to close just, out like...
3: the year. I think the whole planet is a bunch of procrastinators. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: It's never a good time for shows either. December's never good. Like even going to shows in December, they're never. As packed as anybody would. If you have
3: the time to go to a show, like, I've gone to them here and there, but you really gotta fit it in. It's gotta work out perfect. Yeah. 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 For most people's schedules, it doesn't. So, mm-hmm. I'd say, like, from an Edmonton gigging standpoint, it is kind of tough in mm-hmm. December, for sure. Yeah, that's for
0: sure. Um, so, other than recording the new album, what do you guys have planned for
1: the new year? Uh, well, we're working with our. Our new manager, per se, uh, her name's Summer, she's kind of helping us out, organize some stuff because, as you know, I'm not the most organized when it comes to the business side of things. It's more I want to focus on the music. So she's kind of coming in, helping us with the new YouTube and stuff like that, maybe some videos and all that kind of thing. And, yeah, we're trying to book a BC tour for Interior BC and the West Coast for maybe late 2022 in the summer. So we've been looking at that, seeing some venues. Um, Yeah, there's a couple festivals that we're kind of looking at right now that me and her just finished um, kind of applying for and, like, sending our EPKs and stuff like that. Um, yeah. But that's why I really want to get a new single out, because I'm not really proud of what's released right now. So if we could have maybe a new single or two out, it'd be, I'd feel a little more confident with the promoting and trying to find, you know, some bigger places to play. Yeah. Especially because it's a completely new sound, almost, you know.
3: Yeah. Um. For sure. And Grace, you're doing essentially the same for us with Hall of Points. Yeah uh, With booking into yeah. Getting career. it It's like a It's <laughs> a, it's literally
1: a band mom job Pretty much yeah. <laughs> Seriously We
0: had like a, When we were interviewing Michael For Hollow Point Chris I was just like I've never met the guy before I don't know I was just like Awkwardly standing there and Yeah like This is our um, Manager <laughs> yeah. Babysitter Caregiver Yeah
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah It
3: kind of all fits into one Yeah For <laughs> sure Yeah But yeah. You know, booking into the new year is always tough. You know, like this is—I'm taking a stab at it, but never in my life have I ever booked things six, eight months in advance.
1: Yeah, so, that was weird to me thinking of that too. Like thinking, like this is August 2022. You know, like it's never even in your mind or whatever for oh, yeah. until a couple of weeks before when it's like, hey, <laughs> we need we need a band, and we're like, all right, yeah. let's get to work now.
3: Yeah. I'm a kind of like, what's tomorrow again <laughs> kind of guy. So, yeah, it's been crazy, but you're doing an amazing job.
1: Yeah, and Grace, um, you're helping us out here like and there when you can and when you're not too so busy. Yeah, Grace yeah. has
3: been helping this band out too mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, getting a shows kick ass promoter over here. Oh, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> so, so Grace yeah.
1: has posted more about us than I think we have posted about <laughs> us. Yeah. So, <laughs> We definitely. That's one thing that summer is really helping us with is like social media presence. And
3: that too. Yeah. It's just. It's a lot of things that I was not prepared for. You know. I like to play drums. Yeah. I, that's I same do, here. I like I, music artists. Unders- but you know, those other things are essential. Got to be it's done. A, it's got to be done. I just think thank everything that there's someone else to do it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Especially
1: yeah. when it's someone who. Especially when it's someone who. uh, like, it actually enjoys it, too, and, like, believes in what you're doing. Yeah. It really it really helps kind of, yeah, get things moving a little better. And definitely, I need a kick in the ass sometimes, like, get shit done, because I'm focusing on the music part of things. I don't have... Well, I mean, I, I say I don't have the time, but, like, I really just don't want to do that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. I hate sitting on a computer a drafting up emails mm-hmm. or whatever that kind of stuff is, you know. <laughs> that so, that, yeah, <laughs> summer, s- summer has been doing it for us, yeah. She's been... She's only been doing it for, like, three weeks, but the amount of stuff that she's got done in that time is oh, great
3: yeah it's amazing watching people that have a kind of knack for this stuff yeah do it because it's the same thing with grace like just and and summer's been doing a great mm-hmm. job too like everybody just blows my mind with how fast and efficiently they <laughs> you, work you like, compared to me like, yeah can, i'm a mess social
2: media it's so hard sometimes
0: yeah. it's so hard doing like the whole point instagram though because i'm like so like I don't, I don't speak the metal language. So <laughs> I like, I'm like, oh, I want to say this, but yeah. I don't want that to sound good. So I'll, like share a post on my story. And I'm like, yeah, support local this holiday season. <laughs> yeah. point merch shirt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: Not scary and mean enough. Though, you can tell.
1: You- <laughs> like,
0: Fuck you. Buy a shirt. <laughs> yeah. like, I don't like that. You can,
1: you can tell that I'm really not cut out for that kind of stuff. Cause someone will come over to like, you know, um, plans and stuff like you know get some applications or whatever ready for festivals and five minutes in i'm sitting in the corner with my aunt plugged in noodling around and she she's on the she's on the computer but that's fine i think she, you know serenade her a little bit while she's doing yeah. all, the, doing all yeah. the hard work <laughs> i think last time i was like messing around and i came with a pretty nice riff while she was while she was figuring out all that kind there of stuff you go. so Ooh, what's the favorite song you guys have
2: written so
3: far I think we all
1: have different ones. Ooh, let's um, go through them all, yeah. Yeah, um, there's this one that, uh, that we, honestly, we have no names for them. Yeah, a lot like of the ones we play live and don't track, um, yeah, we just have, like, working titles for them. But I like, there's a song that was called No Time, but it's called uh, All Right Now. I like that one. Yeah, so we changed, we changed it up a little bit. Um, I had a new chorus, you know, and some new vocals to it. So the song is called All Right, and, uh, yeah, I'm excited to kind of play it differently now and see how it goes. So I really like that one. And that started out as a riff that Caden wrote. I'm pretty sure as we were leaving, you know, rehearsing again he wrote that one. Yeah. So I really That's like that one. Back. It's got a <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's got a really cool it's got a really cool vibe to it. And I think it's received pretty well. I also like our song Flowers. On the E P it's a little bit mellow and quiet, but when we play it live it kinda of comes into its own and yeah. you know, it makes some of the parts a little heavier. Um yeah, I really like that one. That's pretty good. It's really melodic and has some cool, interesting parts.
5: What about you? Uh, I don't really know what it's called. But Which one? <laughs> the last <laughs> one we played? The one that I wrote. a long time ago, Like, the first one I wrote. Oh, I don't even know. when the with f- the major seven chords. It when when set? we played in so the set? Uh, I don't even know. Yeah, I don't know either. <laughs> you say you're <laughs> Yeah, I'll
3: give you a little more time to think about that. I would say... Mine the varies, one? you yeah, know, there's the some songs that color. have <laughs> some... Yeah, I one. Excessive drum parts, I would say, and they're fun to play, but I like some of the ones that are all about just relaxing and just going with it, going through the whole song. So um, we have one uh, that's... Got a working title of PC Shuffle. I yeah, think. that's the one. I think it's called. I think, I think we're gonna call it Foolish. Oh, that's yeah. the one I was thinking. You'll I think like we're gonna that one. I think it's okay. called. We're gonna call it Foolish. I think. But Weird. yeah, that one is just. It's got a cool groove to it. You just sit back and you just enjoy it. Yeah, and it's nice. There's something about it that it's a very. It's a pretty simple song. It's just you go through the whole thing. It's just repeating itself a lot.
1: And but the, the chorus is so much different from the verses what too, which. That one sound? uh foolish babe. i don't really know it's got the yeah i don't know it's got some re- it's, got, it's, got, it's got <laughs> some, it's got some it's got some, it's got some, it's got some, some weird major seventh chords and a really i don't know but,
3: but yeah that one for me
1: it's like a surfe reggae we'll call kind it of foolish rhythm.
3: and then when it gets released sure we'll call it something you'll, you'll, you'll know, know. Yeah. <laughs> so but um that one is just fun for me because it's you just go through it and
1: it's always good for sound check too
3: yeah it's really a good check of whether you're tired or not because yeah. it's all about the feel
1: and everyone's got to be like mm-hmm. me and so, Kay and effie playing the exact same yeah. thing at the same time for a couple parts yeah so, yeah.
2: so. so wavy wow yeah you guys all being
3: connected any other reasons you like that one
1: uh, I love major seventh chords. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like major, chords <laughs> major seventh chords are beautiful. So. Yeah, no, I like I like the chorus in that one. Also, just like the really strong intro with like Chris's drum fill is pretty cool. I think. Yeah. Yeah. It sets a sure. tone for the song.
4: For sure.
1: I can definitely tell like when we played in rehearsal, it's like he's playing a little more quiet, and we get into the song. But when he's playing it live, and he like really hits everything, oh, yeah. it like just starts off the song with a different kind of energy. Yeah. yeah. I think Which,
0: seeing you guys live. Yeah. Like, on Spotify or whatever. To do reason. that, you'll need an Apple Music subscription. Oh to my listen God. to us live? Alexa. <laughs> I don't think, it, <laughs>
1: I don't think <laughs> wow. you need that to listen to us live. <laughs> yeah, <It's> so creepy.
4: <laughs> oh my God. She's listening.
1: Yeah, I know. I really. Yeah, I think a lot of people who come see us live who have heard us, you know, on Spotify or whatever, definitely changes their perspective and, yeah. you know, keep coming back, hopefully. I know there's like a group of like, you know 15 and 20 people that we see at every single show that are always yeah, at the front having we've a good time
3: got some killer I, it feels weird to call them fans yeah <laughs> I mean, shout
1: out any like from our first shout from out. our first show yeah. at the from our first show at the buckingham you know we had this one you know fan who it was her birthday and she she uh was there for our first show and has been everyone everyone since we've become pretty close friends yeah. seen a lot of seen a lot of shows around Edmonton. you know with their group, which is kind of nice. So,
3: yeah, we like to, like, I think no matter who we have on stage, we do like to put on a show. And I think we all really enjoy seeing people have a good time. That's yeah. really why I love performing live. Is yeah. Just, you know, if I've got people moving, that's a great thing. That's the best. Oh, yeah.
1: That's why the first couple songs are so important, too. For sure. Sets the whole, you know, stage for the whole night, I guess. So. What are you guys listening to locally right now? Velveteen's obviously, a, but you know, they're they're going beyond locally at this point. They're like pretty yeah. good. They're, yeah, they're gratuitous, fantastic. gratuitous platypus. I really like. Yeah. They have got a cool vibe. They're very McEwen talented, students, so they are
3: very talented musicians. They're
1: they're they're, they're actual musicians. <laughs> like yeah, they, 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 better, yeah sure. they uh, yeah, they're McEwen students. I think two of them are McEwen students. I believe I so. I yeah Excellent. they're sweet yeah. look forward yeah, to that shout yeah.
3: out to them they are they're cool they're we played two so shows good. we played two shows with them uh, i think so yeah, the way it's we been over the, years. the way
1: we found was we had we were like doing a headline show with the aviary and we needed um two opener bands so i went to uh the Rockin' for dollars that we were talking about earlier on buckingham and yeah a bunch of people played they were good i'm like huh no one i really like want to book for the show and then they started playing and i was like yeah, and these guys They are... were a really good fit. Yeah, they were like, really, really good else fit, and was
3: just you know, different, different styles of music. That's the other cool thing about that. Yeah, yeah. It's, so it's just you see everything.
1: And they play like a. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> what are you playing with over there? <laughs> and he, uh there's the band mom coming in again. <laughs> and yeah, the, uh... they, uh yeah, they have like sometimes they have their bass players. Things I feel bad for not remembering their names, but. Yeah, he's got like a really cool raspy voice. It just,
0: oh, it's like stellar, I think. Yeah, that's yeah, it.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah, um, yeah he, uh, yeah, he's a stellar voice, and uh, <laughs> and then their other, and then their guitar players sing sometimes too, and he's got a little more like yeah. melancholy kind of sound in his voice. It's pretty sweet. So they're good. The Lauriers we played a show with yeah, a couple of weeks ago.
3: Fantastic people. Yeah, those oh, all.
1: Awesome. Yeah, they're awesome. all wonderful. Um, Dead friends is really. Dead friends. Really yeah, cool. Dead friends has got a really cool vibe to them. Yeah. Their drummer Ellen's pretty badass too. Um But, yeah, I really like the Lauriers because they could really put on a show. Like, their lead singer, she was... Oh, yeah. She, she got the crowd to all win. It was... Yeah, the chemistry yeah. that the whole band had was pretty cool, too. Yeah. But they've known each other for a while. I think they all live together as well. Yeah. Sure so can. Yeah, they're pretty cool. I like them. Yeah, yeah my
2: is when the chemistry's so potent. Yeah. Yeah. There's real magic on stage. Yeah, it's just, oh, yeah, it shows.
1: It shows. Like, I feel like they don't even, like, notice the crowd being there. They just, like, like, like they're jamming, you know? And That's she used time. she used the whole stage, too. Like, she was... She was singing, and she had a crazy good voice. She was playing the keyboard, too. And yeah, yeah oh. she got the crowd going. Um,
3: a good performance is really awesome to see. Yeah. Always. yeah.
1: I like Always. The Seriously Fun is pretty good, too. Yeah. Those guys are nice. I think we, we had a show booked with them. That unfortunately, had to get canceled. Uh, Carl Glacier. He's got some cool stuff. He's, yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't even know what to call that. Me, I don't even know what to call just, that. It's like, yeah. It's like, yeah. Garage rock with some like dreamy influences yeah. sometimes. I don't really know. It's, it's cool. cool, it's cool though. Yeah, Carl Glacier's got it going on. Uh. Anybody,
3: how about
1: you, Caden? <laughs> Can, Canada wide, <laughs> I think a lot of cool bands come out of Vancouver, like loving. They're really cool. Oh, yeah, they're really I've cool. Been really into them Experimental kind of band. They dropped their EP in like what 2016 or something like that, like a seven song EP, and it like blew up. but... Yeah, they're really cool. I think they just released a new album like a couple months ago. Yeah. But yeah, they're cool, yeah. Loving out of, they're out of Victoria, Vancouver. Victoria, I think. Yeah, Victoria, I think. Yeah, they're pretty good. So. Yeah.
3: I would say locally, um, I listen, I end up seeing a lot of local metal acts, and I do really like it. Edmonton, Edmonton is a Edmonton crazy metal, metal scene. scene. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty good, so it's, it's pretty small, but just really awesome people, especially the musicians and all the bands. Um, Lacerator is one that I've always been impressed by those guys, another example of awesome chemistry because they've always played together since school so um, they really have it together especially when you see them play and their guitarist Michael just recently joined us in Hollow Point so um, really excited about that because very talented guy so yeah, that's pretty
1: cool. They can, you know, see what they bring as well, right? Yeah, for sure. sure, yeah. And your, um, your guys' sound already sounds pretty full with only, you know, one guitar, one bass, yeah. and one drums, right? Yeah. I think that could add a pretty cool dynamic. Oh, know, it'll sure. be,
3: yeah. So I think that I'm really excited about, but um, locally as well, we played last weekend with Rising Sun. Um, incredible band, yeah. three-piece as well, and just mind-blowing, those guys. Um, really talented, really fun to watch as well. Which, again, putting on a good show, really nice. I remember after <laughs> that, that show, I was like
0: sitting at the bridge table, like Cormac, like, comes sprinting up to me and he's like drenched in sweat. Yeah. You guys are
3: always. We
0: have a hair emergency. <laughs> a hair was, like, emergency? What? And like we Kai's, Kai's hair, hair was all tangled in his like guitar because it has like oh, no. studs on it. I oh, yeah. yeah. you get that out? Yeah. Oh, I, <laughs> <laughs> I have this like sweaty hair I'm like uh, Yeah. But.
1: See, I get oh, pretty,
0: awesome. <laughs>
1: yeah, I get pretty like sweaty and like gross on stage. When you guys are playing, you guys are like drenched. Yeah. Oh. The, I guess like the leather, like the, like, the, the leather, leather jackets and stuff does not yeah. help. And I
3: made the mistake of wearing like a white shirt on oh, the show yeah. and just you could see through it. The end. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, on some
1: of the pictures, they look you look greasy. Everyone, <laughs> wears a full sweater sometimes, and he doesn't look like I he's don't sweat very much. Yeah, I don't know. You're not working hard enough. You got to move around. <laughs>
2: I saw you play at the aviary. You played oh, yeah. twice in a row. What was that? Two full hours of just drumming?
3: Probably two hours. But oh. Usually the day of those shows. Oh, they're so long. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. There was <laughs> a lot of rehearsing too.
1: Usually, so. y- usually we go to a studio in Shore Park Origin Road and we rent it out for like two or three hours, just to really like dial in the sound, get the amps yeah. going, and play it full energy. But that's usually like nine o'clock, and then yeah. you know we usually go back and then yeah then he'll go rehearse with his other band and. We're honestly waiting, just waiting until like 4 o'clock, check rolls around, you know? No.
3: And then we wait again.
1: And then so we wait again till 10, ten o'clock. Terrible. Sometimes. Every yeah. time I,
0: every like show I like hear it, I just want even, I want Hollow Point and Pleasure Captain to play. Yeah. And Chris is like, what? back to back, <laughs> yeah. two hours of straight. His hands were
3: bleeding. Yeah. Uh, it happens. Yeah, we usually
1: write Chris off for the next week or so after those days. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Give him yeah. some time to recover
3: yeah unfortunately burnout for me has been a pretty common thing lately um it goes away just as fast as it comes on but like still sucks because big time i'm kicking myself after for not getting in that time to do it right and i'm sure that's the same as with, an artist right yeah. like it's kind of just like you have to get
2: comfortable living with sometimes it's yeah. really like polar opposites all the time for <laughs> sure <laughs>
1: sometimes those shows yeah they're rough and they're long days like that like the worst is waiting around though like it's great listening to other music but like there's a point where you're so tired just sitting in the backstage like you know trying to get a couple beers down trying to loosen up and then as soon as that like you know first chord plays it's like okay the energy comes out of nowhere
3: yeah it's hard to stay at a 10 like all day yeah all day like rehearsals you're trying
1: to stay you know at least at 8 you know keep the energy up oh you
3: want that to sound like yeah when I go into rehearse day of I, I do like treat it like the performance but yeah um that's just something i used to do when i started playing live and it's always really helped Mm. so um i still do it even though i might be so comfortable i don't necessarily need to a good rehearsal in the morning really makes
1: you feel a lot more comfortable too yeah,
3: yeah just a good practice day of i i even feel like i the rehearsals before that for me don't always matter yeah, um, it's more just remembering the shit. I could be shit. having a really rough week, and then as long as it kind of comes together that day of, then it'll, it'll work. <laughs> it'll work out. It's so. kind of
1: at the point where, you know, I never really have to worry about Chris's performance or Caden's performance, you know. Yeah. And Tim's only had one show with us, so we'll see how that goes. <laughs> consistency is really important. Yeah, so it's just yeah. kind of like, and Caden's first show with us was, what, when was it? August. August? Oh, yeah. Yeah. This year. This year. And it seemed, yeah, it seemed like he'd been playing, you know, on stage forever. I kept asking him, like, all week, are you nervous? Are you nervous? He's like, no, <laughs> no. I just kept on denying. Yeah. It's, yeah and then before, of, before, like, oh. before he goes on, he's like, oh, no. But <laughs> yeah. it was it went pretty good. Like, that was a really good show. Yeah, it wasn't bad. And then yeah. he, and then after that, you're like, okay, I want to do this again. Because yeah. I remember even asking you, I'm like, you know, is this what you want to do? Like, do you want to... Because some people just, like, you know, they like playing music, but they're not cut out for playing it live or whatever, but... Yeah. Yeah, ever since then, it's like, okay, we're ready for the next show, we're excited.
3: For sure. And I will say, I was really impressed. We got together before that show, like, probably a week or two, and that was, like, the first time we had gotten together the whole pandemic, and everybody just fell into it really quick, which was really good. Yeah, brand new
1: guitar Um, player, brand new bass player. mm -hmm. and Yeah, we barely played, we took top the new songs, and we even had, what, how many new songs for that show? Three oh or fours Oh gosh
3: Well what did we get Tim to learn Thirteen or something Yeah yeah. <laughs> our, our
1: fill in bass player At the time Who's now our regular like Bass player days. He learned like f- Yeah f- Thirteen, fourteen songs In five days And like I was expecting him To be on the side Of the stage With like a little You know Piece of paper with notes Like looking down at it Playing I mean, His, his uh, yeah, he <laughs> set list Was pretty crazy Yeah he had a set list With like Some color coordinated And shit oh, like yeah. that oh But um It
3: have to be Yeah I guess so yeah. like, yeah. But yeah,
1: he was actually like, you know, rocking out on stage and oh, yeah. he was having a good time, so.
3: Yeah, he, uh, he came in that day and he's got this like, sing- it looked like a single piece of paper. And I'm like, is that your cheat sheet? And he's like, yep. And then he just starts just starts <laughs> <laughs> rolling, rolling down on the paper like it's a cartoon. Yeah. And it was so funny. But yeah, he did a crazy job at learning them and he was comfortable on them. We had a good time on stage. And he told he told us he hadn't played since like see, really seriously since like high school. And, and he's a guitar there, player like too. Three years graduated. Yeah. He's not so even a bass player. He's well, a guitar he's, player. I think he swapped.
1: He swapped over one. a little bit, but yeah. for coming in that quick, we thought we were going to have to cancel the show. Yeah. So yeah, we're yeah. glad he came not in.
3: Sure.
1: So and I hate to do that. That sucks, especially mm-hmm. when you're like working like a couple weeks before and you're yeah kind of getting excited for it. Yeah. Yeah, he did a good job though. So I'm All pretty right. proud of him.
4: I'm kidding, five days.
2: Oh
1: yeah God. and then we we were doing a cover song and i'm like you know what let's not do this cover so after learning the 14th song i was like okay we're gonna do a, we're gonna yeah. do a new cover this week so yeah. he learned he learned that pretty quick oh, to be yeah. fair it's to be it fair it's a pretty one, pretty simple cover still, but still a good song he, he's never even heard that song before. no he he i don't think that's his style of music, music. Oh God, neither.
3: He call, <sighs> ethan calls me like two days before or like three days before the show and he's like we're gonna we're gonna learn this one <laughs> Okay. And I was like, oh, man. Kaden, I don't know. That was Caden's idea. He
1: started playing, like, oh, we have to do that live. Yeah. Well, it's really simple. The drumming is not simple no, in that song, it's very, all. it's very fast. Last, uh, uh, Age of Consent by New Order. Okay.
3: Yeah. Yeah. That's the one I think it was. It was either you or Phil videoing? Are you like oh, yeah, Mark. Right above me, or Mark. He <laughs> went right above me, and I had no idea. It was yeah. going there. Mark was, Mark? No, I'm behind there. Yeah, I'm <laughs> <Yeah. yeah, laughs> just in the zone when that I play drums. Like, summer, nothing yeah. can, nothing can just <laughs> We
1: came off stage, and Mark phone. was like, I didn't know any band would play that song. And he was, like, planning on doing it with, like, the group of guys he jams with. And oh, like, really? Yeah. Nice. So, it's a good song. What's drama.
0: your, like, favorite part?
1: Um sharing your own music I think is one of the coolest parts, yeah. especially when people receive it well. Yeah. Um, yeah, getting people to move in. It's honestly just a good time too. Yeah. Like I'm not really like the kind of guy that likes going out to like parties and bars or whatever. I don't think no, any of these guys are. Anymore. But when you're when you're like doing that it feels like, you know, it's like a little party, everyone yeah is there and the people that are at those kind of shows are always nine times out of ten, like the you know, best people, you know, respectful, yeah. safe environment, it, always looking I love out always looking out for each other. So I think a lot of people who normally wouldn't, you know, you know, let loose and have a good time are there, you know, being themselves. And it's really good. I feel every venue we've been to has always been, you know, seems like a safe environment, you know? Yeah. Everyone's looking out for each other. Great
3: community. Great. Yeah. Just, I think Edmonton arts in general. Yeah. And the people who support them are great too. It is a great scene. And Yeah. yeah, that includes the people that, support even if they don't do and the small
1: venue owners and yeah yeah, that's all a part of it right like yeah yeah,
3: just so many opportunities and great people that we've run into even in just the last year so
1: i feel like since the pandemic people have been like networking more from whether you're whether you're a visual artist or you know especially the art shows you put on grace it's like a yeah, it's like a melting pot of different influences yeah, so and weird. yeah, an, <laughs> sometimes a little too crazy, but yeah, it's uh just a uh, yeah, a lot of cool people getting together and
3: yeah, this whole thing happened at a really crazy time, right? Like it really we can did, all reach. It took away like we two can talk good talk years, face to yeah. With the press of a button, right? Like <laughs> that's
2: I'm wondering even, like, did the pandemic really affect you guys? Because
3: you must have had to cancel quite a bit of shows. Yeah, no, no shows. Because, I mean, all, this, all those venues had to end up closing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All the central businesses mm-hmm. for us here in Edmonton Yeah. closed. A lot of and the... then there was no point in reopening for for not. Half like,
1: capacity or whatever. Well,
3: half capacity, but you also couldn't perform shows and things like that. We had those kind of lockdowns in place for a while. So, really, that was a good time to take advantage and write stuff. Create. But I'll be honest, that yeah. didn't really happen. <laughs> you know, the, the ball started rolling once we got back into it. It gave us a really good mindset to go into it. Mm-hmm. But we probably could have been working more in the pandemic. Yeah. Sure. It's just,
1: like, it's hard when, obviously, there's motivation because, you know, shares are coming back. But, when, you know, you have no idea when it's, like, lockdown after lockdown or, like, restriction after restriction. It's hard to, I don't know, keep the positive yeah. thing. I honestly me and Caden kinda of turned up to like we had, we were pretty much running a small guitar store at one point. We were like we were like flipping like old guitars and you know, eventually selling them to kinda of like buy our own guitars we yeah. wanted. So that was kinda of oh, fun. Tight. Yeah, yeah it was we, we love that. Well mostly I would buy a guitar McKay Kane, can you fix this for me? Guitar
4: and flipping.
1: <laughs> and it was especially during the pandemic, people were like, you know, cleaning out their garages of their attics and find a guitar that's worth like six hundred bucks and stuff, like two hundred. So yeah. it was a really yeah, good opportunity. Brian,
2: Stella, Kijiji and yeah, that's I the, mean, that's yeah. the best. Like,
1: we've been able to, like, we were literally collecting to the point where we sold a bunch of guitars and could buy, like, our pretty much dream guitars, yeah. which is kind of cool to do. Especially when you're not using your own money to do it, when I mean, you're using money for yeah. fixing up old guitars. And, and half the time, like, you fix them up, play it for a couple months, have your fun with it, and then yeah. get rid of it. New guitar. Yeah. New guitar. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, these guys know I'm, I'm pretty bad for that kind of stuff.
3: I think we're all gear nerds. In a in a real sense, and yeah. we definitely probably go overboard with what we own. Yeah. Um, it makes you better. Um, yeah, so I've been I've been changing that up because I play a very simplistic setup now. So there's no point to own 13 cymbals and yeah. you know 28 drums and all that garbage. So it's. Uh, it's an easy habit to get into though, mm-hmm. is buying that kind of supplies and stuff like that. I remember
0: Chris warned me before I went over. To it was talk about like a show or something, and Chris was like, said something like, "Oh, Ethan has like so many guitars." And I remember I went. There's like, no room. Like, oh my! Like how many guitars are in here right now? Yeah. Like, fuck. Yeah,
1: it's kind of it's kind of a problem, but they all get played. Yeah. <laughs> Kinda nice. Nice having a nice arsenal to choose from. Yeah. It's an
3: expensive hobby. I think all music, music in general, is an expensive hobby. Oh, yeah. But not the worst, for sure.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna get in the triangle next or the recorder. Yeah. <laughs> Twenty bucks for the whole year. Yeah.
2: Literally. I just love buying all the nicest, best quality things for my painting. Yeah. It's my like budget you... can't afford. Yeah. yeah, no. It's nice to reinvest it when you can actually like sell a painting, and then with all that cash, you can go back. Yeah, go back yeah. To the amount yeah. of times I've used
1: it? some show money to buy myself like a new pedal or mm-hmm. buy myself something music related. Yeah, it's kind of nice to do. Yeah.
2: Speaking of arts, do you guys have any interesting local? Influences or any like visual artists that you, that you guys
1: know of? Obviously, you too. I love seeing you guys' art at the Avery <laughs> and, and those kind of shows, and you know, seeing all the stuff like when Grace does like the Instagram time lapses and stuff like that. That's crazy. Oh, yeah. Like seeing, yeah, that. I watch them front <laughs> to back. Those are I love that. That's really cool to see. I don't know because I'm sometimes I'm like, how the hell? Like, where do you even start? Like, right? even the painting in this room. I'm like, where do you? <laughs> yeah. Like, I get you have a canvas, but where do you go after that? Where so... do you get them? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so and oh, what was it was it ha- Hannah McMillan, Hannah McMillan. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I like her she's oh, a really cool yeah. Mac DeMarco painting that I'm pretty tempted to buy Ooh, but my bank account it. I want to <laughs> my bank account's so like you probably shouldn't do that right now but yeah I really like that she had some cool pieces at the last art show you guys had but yeah
2: stunning pieces I think she sold a bunch of them too hey I think she sold a lot of prints oh yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah she is very good that's yeah. you know that's another local artist you guys as well fantastic yeah. um i've seen a lot of graces drawings and things like that um and even watching her like doodle so to speak is so really cool yeah that pisses that, that pisses me that pisses <laughs> me off it's like Grace.
1: it's just a doodle and i'm like okay oh, give me so give beautiful. me give me eight hours and maybe i could trace that <laughs>
3: as well she did we had you know we had our halloween show and it was all kind of evil themed that's sweet i like that for for a hollow point and and she brought some really cool she like painted like a fucking prince yeah yeah and like horror themed stuff and yeah Yeah, that was really cool to see um yeah my girlfriend as well happens to be like an artist and she's it like blows my mind what she does and she always just shrugs it off like it's nothing. So humble. Yeah. 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 But I can definitely appreciate it,
1: so. I think we yeah. should all go to one of those like wine painting nights and see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be, oh, you guys...
0: if he fucking puts those on. Yeah. <laughs> we should <laughs> all the time. Okay, we should <laughs> we
1: should go to one of those and see what happens. <laughs> oh,
2: that'd be so tight. I it would might love be... to rent out a space here at like White App. Yeah. And, like do like a oh, basement cool. place I... or like yeah. downstairs. I'm box. sure the
1: aviary would let like, would do that. And the aviary no would totally.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah, that'd be sweet. We should I'm figure pretty that pretty out. up
1: though, I wonder. If you do on a weekday, do like a wine and painting night. <laughs> oh my god a weekday cheap Why rent too to mark mark would love that too mm-hmm.
3: you can also if you do an afternoon on the weekends yeah then they open up later kind of thing yeah. Yeah, I, guess. So I know they've done idea. that before where they've yeah. had like that kind of thing or like they do pop-up markets and things like that at, like, a lot, of vintage, a lot of vintage i shall so. be at yeah this on saturday. saturday
2: there you go noon or one i think
0: till five Right one on. to five at
3: the Ava 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 Ava. Print Market. We'll yeah. Lucy's
1: going to
0: be there. <laughs> Hannah's going to be there. Yeah? yeah. To check that out. Not me. I'm going to be cutting so hair. <laughs>
1: <laughs> me and Caleb went to this really cool uh, like uh vintage market they had going on there with some Ooh. local, I think Lawless Vintage was the one I bought a bunch of their stuff from, so like cool mm-hmm. vintage leather jackets and floral shirts and stuff yeah. like that. You can,
3: like, Ooh. everything you want, you can buy locally. Mm-hmm. You just got to.
1: Look, the you should to
3: buy
0: locally because it's like recycling the money right back into 100%. Economy. Oh, yeah,
3: your community. So, wait,
0: where do you want to see the band being in the future? What's like the, the Pleasure Craft ideal dream?
1: Right now, it's just focusing on getting an, a good album out yeah, we can sure. promote f- with full confidence. I mm-hmm. think that's probably it. And playing some, raising some some festivals is a great way to get some exposure out. So yeah, time. time. We were supposed to play Folk Fest of 2020, but obviously that got canceled, so I was kind of pissed about that. That would have been a really good opportunity to play that out. So that's what me and Sam are really working on right now, is a couple festivals in Interior, BC, you know, some in Alberta, figure them out. So yeah, that's a really good way to get people into you, because I know from when I've been at festivals, and mm. you're just stumbling by a stage, and you're like, whoa, I like the sound yeah. of that. And then you go and watch their whole set, and you find a new band so Fall in love yeah exactly I saw a camp there that's where I first saw those guys oh, um, yeah I literally heard that I heard that beautiful raspy voice I'm like yeah. what is that going there <laughs> so who is
0: singing over there
1: yeah so a lot of cool a lot of cool things can happen from those festivals you know where they're meeting other bands and might want to share a show with you or or just reaching a wider audience so right? yeah oh. that's kind of fun. playing shows getting a good album out Yeah, yeah having a good time mostly
0: <laughs> what advice would you have for like Younger musicians who want to, you know, be in a band, create a band, perform shows, like, how did you really get your foot in the door for the music scene?
1: A lot of times it's about people who you know as well. You gotta know, maybe, it helps knowing someone that's kind of in it already, kind of guide your way through it, but just start. Just, doesn't matter if you can play three chords, playing with other people is how you get better. I remember, you know, when I was in, like, junior high, some, uh, I would jam with some guys and, like, these guys are fantastic, and I was barely playing at that point and yeah playing with them and them showing me like shortcuts or you know whatever it might be really helped so just playing with other people is probably the first thing you know get yourself a you know little group of people and play whatever you want like it doesn't have to be like like chris said like just because you know he's a metal drummer and i'm you know like from indie rock you know alternative kind of thing it doesn't can mean still
3: find common ground yeah exactly
1: too, you know. I've done that so many times, too. Um, yeah, you can still find Common Ground. doesn't matter, you know, what kind of music you're into, or you'll always find something that everyone kind of likes. Um, yes, yeah, so first thing is get together with some people and plug in and play.
3: Yeah. I mean, I would say, yeah, you just got to go for it. Um, find your opportunities. They're not always going to walk straight across your doorstep. Yeah. Um, Embarrass you know, the hell out the of yourself. Buckingham, us talking about the Buckingham is a great example of that. It's an open mic night. We've met lots of fantastic people through there, and that's really what got our networking rolling. Yeah. So, you just gotta put yourself out there, even if you're not a super social person. You know, if if it's something you truly want to do, you gotta you gotta give it a go. Um, and yeah, just practice. Find people to play with. It's it is a long road. It's not super easy. Um, Pay is pretty bad. Yeah, (laughs) no, yeah, it's not something you can just do overnight. So, um, networking—you know—if you're good at social media, that's a huge advantage. We're not. No. (laughs) Hence, you being Um, hired, and some are being hired. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, you just gotta keep trying and keep writing songs, even if you are—you've got something, and you're like, oh, I don't know if this is gonna be the song. Yeah. Write it anyway. Yeah. Play it anyway. Yeah. it. You know. Yeah. Exactly.
1: What I what I used to try and do I still, you know, do at least, you know, one or two songs a week of just even if you don't think it's gonna be a song for the band, just write a random song. And then you might it might be a terrible song and you've never played with your band, but there might be one chord out of there or one riff out of there or one vocal melody out of there that you might steal. So yeah, it's kind of having like a like just a bucket full of random parts that you can always take from, which I think helps. Like, I know there's a couple of rips that me and Kane have messed around with. that's, like uh, it was written months ago, and we just come back to it. Like, okay, yeah, this change I like, or yeah. whatever it may be. So just yeah, write a bunch of stuff, and yeah, it might be shit, might be good, but what you're learning it, you know. So
3: you get better every song, yeah. Whether you know it or not. So yeah, a hundred percent. Just keep keep going and keep trying, and yeah. Basically, if you're trying to get your foot in the door, you just got to go for it. Yeah. Um, Obviously, the music takes priority in a sense. You really need to hone your craft and get to where you need to be for what you are providing. So. yeah. Never. From the music side of things, don't stop practicing. Yeah. Don't There's always get stuff to complacent learn. complacent with yeah. it. There's always something to learn. Yeah. Um, learn but,
1: to play to a metronome. Uh, <laughs> <that> too, <yeah. laughs> if you plan on recording, just learn play to play to time, a metronome.
3: Yeah, sure. Well, just if you plan on playing, you should learn to do a
1: metronome. In tune and uh, in time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Our,
3: yeah. So, those are just things from the music side. Keep practicing from the business side put yourself out there That's yeah all i can say just
1: talk to anyone even if like we played shows like with people that you know aren't our style of music um and it works
3: yeah we were like grace and i have had a few conversations about how surprised we were that we put you know both hollow Point and pleasure craft together which are entirely slam different poetry things. <laughs> and, yeah. Yeah. and we just put everything into one night and it you know, it went well. We were, yeah, we were half expecting people to leave once the metal started and the louder stuff started, but um, people stayed. People enjoyed it.
1: Yeah, my little sister is, like, pretty much moshing. I, <laughs> was awesome. like
0: I was talking to Phil on Saturday about, like, that first show about Culmination. Yeah, that was a s- great, great show. And he that, like, him and, him and Mark were, like, looking at, like, looking at the poster, and they're, like, like, why would she put, like, yeah, a yeah. rash, like, yeah. metal band here? Like, everyone's going to leave. But, it, like, the opposite happened. Like,
1: everyone moved forward. Yeah, yeah. Phil, <laughs> Phil, yeah, Phil even came up to me after that show. He's like, Grace put on a fantastic show. He's like, I was not expecting this to happen. Like, yeah. <laughs> nothing against you, but, like, but the, <laughs> but the but the bill and stuff like that was wacky. Yeah. yeah. Went fantastic, though. They're all
3: wacky.
1: It? Yeah. It was
0: a pretty wacky
3: crowd. <laughs> and we got some more of that in the new year, some metal yeah. mixed with regular stuff, so if you like either of the two. You know, or if you so only
1: like one, you'll be surprised when you yeah. find out you like the other one, too. Yeah.
3: Exactly, yeah. So, um, we got January 8th. January
0: 8th at the Aviary. We got uh, Pleasure <laughs> Craft, we got Hollow Point, Lucy, me, oh actually you're not on January 8th. Just no art, three band show, Ooh. or two nope. Oh, that's oh, a nice. that's a three band yeah. show. And then an art show, and, uh, we got like
1: seriously fun and stuff like that too. February
0: 26th. I haven't messaged them.
1: I should. I'll take care of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Don't take my word for it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'll, can, well, I will January eighth, twenty twenty-two.
3: Yeah. That's the one. Kicking so, off the new year. Better Put see you there. there. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you got nothing going on. It's January. Christmas it's is January. over. You're done. Your New Year's you resolution yeah. <laughs> New Year's resolution
1: should be coming to more local shows yeah. and support, support local.
0: Yeah. yeah. New Year's
3: Arch-
1: Re- resolution, yeah. support local. I yeah. like that. There you go. <clears throat> Where can we listen to your music? Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you find it. Just Pleasure Craft, one word.
3: Yeah, it should be... On pretty
1: much everything. Yeah, our EP, it's it's a demo, it's called Toes in the Water. You know, it's just a bit of a taste of kind of what we have, but if you come (laughs) see us live, expect a lot more, and a lot more in the future. Yeah, for
4: sure.
1: But that's definitely, uh, gives you kind of a general vibe of what we're about, but that's more on the mellow side, so we try to keep it, you know, upbeat and happy melodic kind of sounds, but still a little heavier kind of stuff, some cool little guitar solos, some cool drum stuff. For sure,
3: yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I think we've got new stuff coming in the new year. Um, shirts as well. We got shirts. Yeah, we got some want.
1: we got some merchandise and CDs available. Oh
3: yeah, if you want a copy, a physical copy, yeah. of the EP, you can reach out to um, the band. Yeah. Uh, just on Instagram.
1: Pleasurecraft Band, I think. And yeah,
3: we got a f- lots of different shirts. Ethan did a tie dyeing. Fiasco. yeah some bleached some some <laughs> bleach dye some tie-dye yeah we went a little nuts with we it, donated so. a bunch <laughs> of mine to breast cancer too As which well, is nice did make the breast cancer shirts i think we still have a few of those no those are all sold out we raised like four it's awesome.
1: like 400 bucks for breast cancer that in is, like one oh night my god yeah.
0: i was curious about that like how many yeah it's like
1: 400 bucks or something That's
0: like well. that
1: crazy. yeah but i think the band pleasure craft yeah it's just pleasurecraft.band on instagram give us a follow kind of keep updated on know it's coming around the corner and
3: stuff for sure yeah, yeah. we'll
1: put it in the description sounds good thanks for having us Yeah. Thanks. You guys been, oh, thanks for
0: coming on the pod guys
1: yeah we come here there's a bucket full of beers and whatever <laughs> yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever, yeah, very gracious that hosts so yeah, if you are an artist and get the opportunity to come on the podcast you will be treated well <laughs> oh, thank
2: you so yeah. much yeah. I really yeah. appreciate that and yeah uh, thank you
3: again yeah, so, thanks, much. Thanks so much Alicia and Grace yeah. for everything you guys do
1: yeah, keep an eye out for the shows these guys put on, whether it's art, music shows, or both. both. <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
2: and thank you guys so much for coming on, too, because we really appreciate it. Yeah, of course, we we're excited. We wanted to be a platform and stuff like that, so we're so That's excited awesome. to be able to yeah share it's some cool. people. I'm excited to hear yeah. the
1: gratuitous platypus one. Yeah. Me, sure. too. Yeah, I'm it's... actually
0: kind of nervous, though, because it's like, everyone, well, I guess I didn't really know Celine, but like... I've never talked to those people except like obviously be like yo can I get a shirt what size are
1: they they're all they're all super nice they are nice guys yeah Yeah, we spend a lot of time like backstage just you know chatting or whatever them. they're pretty nice guys so oh that's
2: awesome I'm so glad they they agreed too yeah that's
1: awesome. yeah I'm excited like I know that they're like they're from Calgary originally and they're McEwen students but it'd be interesting to hear what like what their influence and stuff are you know yeah Yeah, yeah. yeah, Yeah, I want to I want to kind of hear what their story is as well and See what they're all about.
3: And I think you've got Hollow Point coming on here soon, too. Maybe. You know it. I yeah. know the drummer
1: <laughs> for that band. Yeah. Dude, right. <laughs> 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 he a lot. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
3: um,
0: so get your Pushcraft listening on. Get your pre podcast gratuitous Vladivos listening.
1: Yeah, definitely listen Sorry. to my new album.
0: <laughs> yeah so good yeah, it's really good my favorite though is the first one i didn't know they wrote that when they were 15
1: yeah they were young when they were they together were yeah
0: 15 there's like that one part was like this is my last cigarette yeah so uh, so, and i'm like down to that like, yeah <laughs> so no they're uh,
1: yeah they're good definitely check them out for sure yeah also you
0: you know
2: yeah thank, thank you, you so for having much. us again thank, thank you pod.
3: merry
1: christmas <laughs> merry christmas, christmas. December 1st <laughs> <experiences>. <laughs>